Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dumb Podcast? Welcome to the Nerd Dome Podcast, episode 22. Are we recording now? Yeah, we're recording we now. We got no one else coming? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just just us four uh, intrepid explorers. The intrepid explorers? Hopefully we're not bombarded by gamma rays. I mean, cosmic Hopefully rays. Hopefully we are bombarded by cosmic rays. And they don't just give us cancer. I would rather... <laughs> <laughs> I am the podcaster without fear, Luke, and I am joined with... Uncanny Ryan. He sounds so cheerful. <laughs> uh, I am I am Charles Nerdstorson at the Nerdstorson on yes. Twitter. I created yes. a Twitter. Account. Created a Twitter. Oh, finally, it did it, it, literally nothing. I just wanted to put at Nerdstorson. <laughs> yeah, it came, it came on. And it was like your friend Charles is now at Nerdstorson on I, Twitter, and I, I was like, hey, can I at you on Facebook? At you on Facebook? <laughs> I think that's how it works. I don't know how. Does that work? I don't know how that works. Where, where, anyway. where's the nerd store? The nerd store from? Uh, from the nerd store. Oh, which is inside Valley Fair Mall in West Valley and out in Tooele. So come buy shit from us. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Shit and stuff. Shit and stuff. Wow. Like sex criminals. Freaking awesome covers. <laughs> we love sex criminal covers. Sorry. <laughs> And awesome all, blinks and other cool stuff. We're also joined with... Uh, the Superior Caitlin Booth, film critic for WatchPlayRead.com. Yeah, it's just us four this time. Uh, we didn't get to plug last episode due to it being a weird, out-of-there special. But uh, Everyone you, was dead. Everyone was dead at the time. <laughs> the plague. The plague swept through the I podcast. Was I was alive. <laughs> you dead. left the state. I did leave the state. <laughs> I, I was fine. I was alive. Ryan I said, is impervious to illness. Yep. Um. <laughs> the goddamn air here is what's killing everyone. Oh my god. Yeah. I left the state and I could breathe. Oh yeah, I was so I was sick and I was in the house so I didn't really feel the effects until we went out for Valentine's dinner and I was like, Ugh! Ugh, what is happening? This is horrible. So I was like, I Why was am like, I breathing you know, insta cancer? I was like in a bubble for a couple days, so it was even oh, yeah, worse I, I when I went out. I didn't go running at all. I was like it would be more it would yeah. be worse for me to go out and run than it would be for me to sit on my ass and eat an entire pint of ice cream. Uh, Utah. Oh, yeah. Insta-cancer. Yeah. That's what we have done. <laughs> um, it's, looking, it's looking pretty clear right now, though. Yeah. Not for now. Yeah. It snowed. It's ridiculous. Yeah, for like two hours, and then... It was weird. I came in, it was nice and bright and sunny, and yeah, then the I West, see people come in, and they're like... in the morning, and then yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what the like, fuck I happened? Look out, I look out a window, and there's sunshine and rain, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty. And then I go, turn around, and I come back 20 minutes later, and it's a fucking snowstorm. I'm like, With what? thunder. What happened? Yeah, there's thunder, thunder snow. snow. There's I thunder snow. entire thing. Oh, <laughs> man. And then, and then I went... And then I, at the end of work, I came out and I was like, oh, it's all water again. 
It's all water. I guess it always technically was <laughs> still water. It's still always water. But it was the liquid forms water. of water. Um, but anyway, we did not get to plug our pod hell media network last time because I forgot to put the little thing Stupid. that I was going to record. So you can find us on the pod hell media network at podhell.com. Yeah. Also I'm, on the Facebooks and on the Twitters where I we're plugged this usually on Facebook at. the other day. Like yeah. On my personal, like, yeah, it's my personal Facebook. Then I also did some other stuff. I was marketing for us. <laughs> People asked, what's your favorite podcast? And I posted up there that you should listen to us at podhell.com. Yeah. I did. I Good did job. Good you job. You can ask Kyle. He liked my thing that I did. So if he was here, he'd listen. <laughs> he would he'd totally back, back, me, back up. me up right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what have you guys been up to? Comic-Con. Elaborate. Oh, okay. Comic-Con's not until April. March. March. <laughs> Amazing May Arizona Comic-Con. <laughs> April? April. <laughs> Is that the end of April? It's like spring. It's the 13th day of April. <laughs> uh, no, I went to Amazing Arizona Comic-Con. It was, was, it? was pretty fucking awesome. Was it amazing? It was amazing. It's my favorite con. Hands oh, down, of oh, any of the ones I do. It's only like twelve or 13,000 attendants, but they care about the creators. Like, their biggest actor was the dude like that played the fourth or fifth Red Ranger and <laughs> played the black guy in Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh. That was the biggest actor Did you get him to there. sign a PBR? I did not. <laughs> but I should you have. You get the entire cast to sign a I giant should. PBR. That would be amazing. We do have a PBR over there signed by Jeff. <laughs> it's... It's not too dick. Later. That comes in April. <laughs> but no, it was awesome because uh, I got to meet George Perez. I got to meet Chris Claremont, Kevin Eastman. I got an original sketch done by Perez, Eastman, and Steve McNiven. McNiven did a little thing for me for free, which was cool. Um, and it's literally the thing, not just like a thing. I'm a not thing, being ambiguous about thing. it. It's the thing like that he did. The ever loving like, thing. Like like Ben Grimm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to meet Charles Soul, which he signed one of my comics. Like, hi Charles. I am also Charles. <laughs> which is the greatest personalization I, I ever. I said hi to him at uh, at New York. He seems really nice. He's kind of cool. Yeah, it's. I was talking to him. He slightly standoffish and. I was like, how, how do you find time to write? Because he's a freaking lawyer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's writing, what, I, I three his, series right now? I love his run on uh, She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah. She-Hulk was great. I, was great. I, I wasn't 100% on board with that series for like the first two issues, and then by the end of the third, I was 100% on board, and then I was well, so mad when it got canceled. <laughs> the so the art in the first two were uh, were iffy. Because they, to me, because they had sperm eyes. Like, anyone that was further away from the camera had, like, eyes that looked like sperms. And I was like, what sperm is going eyes? on? Go back and look at the first two right. issues of Charles Soule's She-Hulk. That's, that was hard to say. Charles Soule's she Is he writing the Poe Dameron series? Yeah, so he's With writing... Phil, Phil Noto? He's oh, writing Phil now uh-huh. Daredevil. He's writing Obi-Wan and Anakin currently. Oh, that's right, yeah. He just got done with um, Lando. He's writing Letter 44, which is his solo stuff. There's indie stuff. And then he's now going to pick up the Poe Dameron, which is going to be an ongoing series. Yeah. I feel like he has another Marvel. And I feel like there's another like another ongoing that Marvel that he does, too. My my problem with Solo so far, and I, I talked to him, and he's cool, and I've liked some of his stuff. And I aired like, my grievances I did to not his air, face. I did not. I would, if, if, if it was anyone I was going to do that to, it was Liefeld, because fuck that guy. Oh, my God, Liefeld is the biggest fucking douchebag in the world. Fuck Liefeld. 
man. More on that later. I uh, wonder why this guy doesn't like Deadpool so much. Jesus Christ, I hate that man. Um, he charges ridiculous amounts for bullshit. So, anyway, back He charges 20 bucks for an autograph, which is more than anybody else there, including George Perez or Kevin Eastman or fucking Clarice Claremont. This dude is not that level, but whatever. He wants to charge 20 bucks for an autograph. It's because he's got to get all those designer jeans from the 90s. Right, right. (laughs) But no, if you want him to sign New Mutants 87 or 98, which are the only two fucking good things he's ever done in his goddamn career. 100 bucks? 50 bucks to sign one of those. Then, if you want it graded, if you want it graded, CDC's there. But you can't bring over your own CGC rep. You have to use the CGC reps that he brought with him, which he then charges you ten dollars <laughs> to have to, to 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 allow somebody to witness his autograph so you can get it graded. And then his reps that he brought with him charge you ten dollars to witness the fucking autograph. So in all in all, it's seventy dollars if you want a New Mutants ninety eight signed and graded. That is ridiculous. That's funny. What the fuck? <laughs> you should have... Or, or it's just $20 for a normal autograph. Like, if you want Youngblood's number one signed, at least this year he'd sign it. Last year, he had a... It was $20 the first day. He You're crossed like, out his so- $20 and wrote 30 <laughs> on day two. I didn't make enough money. <laughs> and, then, and then last Jesus year, at that same con, he would only sign New Mutants or X-Force books. I would be like, I will, I will pay the seventy dollars if you make some feet on Deadpool. On the <laughs> will, will you make this woman proportionate for me? That's not how spines work, Rob. That's not how they work. I want you to draw me. Before? I want you to do me a favor. I want you to draw me a normal gun and feet. <laughs> That's it. I just want to, I want to commission a sketch. Just, just a normal gun up in the floating in the air, and then there's some feet. And then I would, I would. I would solicit him to look at my feet. I, mean, this, the, I want these feet. This <laughs> would you draw this for me? See, there is an ankle. It's not a point. Well, and it's, there's an archway in the foot too. It doesn't oh. just kind of have like this weird bean shape. Wow. Fuck me, life up. Uh, oh my god. Up with the trash bag full of pouches and make him initial all the pouches. Yes. Here you go. I'm so going to need all these pouches. Everyone that you talk to is like. All life, he's the greatest guy. Of course, he's a nice guy. You just paid fifty fucking dollars to meet him. He better be nice to you. <laughs> like he's not gonna take fifty bucks and then be a dick, right? He's well, a, I guess he could. He's a total douche. He he, and the fucking saddest thing is, you have legends there. You have comic book legends there, and like he has Ant- the longest line. And white canary and Hawk but, but, girl, but DC legends. Not and the and DC oh, legends. Sorry, <laughs> did, did you say Ant Man? <laughs> You started that off with Ant Man, <laughs> so not that guy either. <laughs> no, but the other, the other A character, the Adam, the shrink, Adam, that starts with the shrink, the starts the shrinking Adam. The new Adam book coming out, the written by Uncanny Adam. Ryan. <laughs> he shrinks. <laughs> the whole book splash page. <laughs> Oh man! And then he flies like Iron Man. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, so and life, then he flies so... into your body and shoots blood cells. <laughs> Moral like of the that, story is like life felt a douche, and yeah. Perez is amazing. If you ever get a chance to meet Perez, I don't care if you're a fan of his or not. Like the Hilton, take the opportunity to meet him. <laughs> the <No>. Hilton. <laughs> as Perez, in George Perez. Perez, as in George Perez. Yeah, a Perez Hilton, is there? Yes. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Anyway, George, George Perez. Perez. He seems like all the pictures that I've ever seen of him. He seems jolly. Like he always has the biggest he's smile. Just I've so happy ever to be there. Like, hmm. He was telling me he's like, I don't need this. I don't do cons for money because 
he's made six figures this year already. Um, My heart breaks for him. Right. <laughs> so he only like or George Perez. You go down there, he'll sign anything you want for free. Liefeld's over there charging you fifty bucks. He'll <laughs> sign any of it for free. Uh, it's free to get somebody to witness it for you. You don't have to pay Liefeld ten bucks. Liefeld is struggling, dude. If, <laughs> I know. He's if going Liefeld back. could, he would charge me ten dollars to stand in the line. To, <laughs> yes. Not only that, but then he would charge me ten dollars if I wanted to have Perez sign something. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He needs. He needs all that money to get into the Levi's warehouse from 1994 <laughs> to, to get all those jeans. Trying back. to buy those. Le- Yep, he's trying back. to buy the jeans. He's trying to buy the warehouse. Dude, yep. the dude could already buy the fucking warehouse. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Is he God. doing anything currently, Michael? Uh, he He's cameoing in Deadpool. Apparently well, he had a cameo that, in Deadpool. But, yeah, because he says, what's up, Lightfield, when he walks in the bar? Oh, that was him. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if I did, I would have raged at the screen. <laughs> no, he's doing a, he did a reboot with Image of one of his books that I so, ordered no copies of. So, so therefore, he's, he's going. making no money. Right. No, he's making off of people off of you know the fucking fact that he's getting a royalty check from that yeah. Deadpool movie. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And you know damn well he also paid the con also paid him to be there. Oh yeah. He didn't show up for free and just be like, I'm just gonna make my money off the people. No, he got paid a fucking appearance fee, which is the minimum amount of money he's willing to do something to be there. Showed up and then charged twenty bucks for each person that fucking wanted an autograph with him. Well, God, it was annoying me. There were you know, some of the guys like McNiven would do a f- one free autograph, um, up up to maximum of ten autographs, one for free, uh, ten dollars each additional, unless you wanted them personalized. And if you wanted them personalized, he'd personalize them all for free. Yeah, and then do all of your all of your autographs for free. Um, is that so you can't resell them? Yeah, yeah. The idea is that the and I get it. These that artists are kind of getting sick of people coming up with. I mean, when I went there last year, McNiven was there, and they brought stacks like the entire Civil War series and all the variants and everything. People bring up 20 and 30 book stacks, have them sign each one, get them graded, and then sell them. Yeah. And they're not doing anything with them. So the yeah, artist I is saw, like, look, um, if you're going to do that, I'm going to discourage you from it a little bit or take a piece of it at the very least. sense. It's clever. I saw uh, Chad Harden was really getting on people for selling, like, uh, well, uh, commissions, yeah, and stuff, or like buying stuff from him and then selling it off as got this original artwork, and he's like, "Hey, you know, it's like for like five times the price that he charged for it." And he got he went on and like blasted some du- some dude set up like a booth at like a local con somewhere of stuff that he had bought from Harden and sold it wow. as Harden stuff, and so he came down on him pretty hard, yeah, which he should. Because that was messed up. There's a fine line, because I I can't say too much in one direction, because I am the guy that goes to these cons to get autographs, to sell them, to make money, so that I can afford to go to these cons. That's how these cons are worth it for me to go as a business owner. That's literally what my business is, is getting autographs, getting graded and selling them. It's getting books from other people and selling them. That's literally what how I make my living. At the same time, I don't mind going up and paying McNiven $10 so that I can make thirty dollars later. Yeah, I don't mind giving the autograph or the, giving the artist or the author, or the writer, whoever, a little cut of whatever I'm doing, yeah. so that I can make more money later. That's fine. And you, most of the time, if you, if I walk up to these guys and I tell them, "Hey, no, this is what I'm going to do," they're usually okay with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you're upfront about it. As long as they know that that's what's going on, and I'm paying them for it, they just want a cut. And all the people who are like, "Ah, fucking assholes," 
No, it's not being an asshole. It's they're there for the fans. And if you're truly a fan, then they are there for you. But if you're not a fan, if you don't actually give a shit about their work, if you're like me in Liefeld's line, or <laughs> I don't fucking wanted to punch the dude in the face, although he... He just raged at him. He'd still probably kick my ass. Like, I don't give a shit. The dude's old. He's at least fit. And I'm not. <laughs> yeah, to fit into those jeans. Right! <laughs> he has to wear the same jeans. this reference to me. I don't get it. You he, guys have made this joke like four times. In, in the 90s, he was such a rock star comic artist that okay. he was in a bunch of Levi's commercials. That was he had his own too. Levi's commercials. He had his own, like, brand of Brand Levi's. of Levi's. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, he was this big thing. So that was needs, a thing in the 90s. You could jeans. be a rock star comic artist. Yeah. No, I, I know. I know my comic's history. Jesus, in the 90s. Yeah, man. yeah. Yeah, so that, I that's the... I wasn't a com- I will admit I was not a comics fan in the 90s, but I have done my research. Don't worry. You didn't need to be. I know. You didn't, you didn't miss need anything. To be. I know. <laughs> you missed a lot of pouches. There's so many pouches. <laughs> 800 pack abs. Yeah, Ab- muscles the where there should oh my God. be muscles. The, the one that I saw of what of Liefeld, which was the, just between his chest, his pecs, and his back. There was, I think I counted 19 different muscle groups. <laughs> <laughs> just underneath his arm. Those are my dupliceps. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? Oh my god, Liefeld is... We could just have a fuck Liefeld podcast. Can no, we do that? <laughs> uh, so, so what have you been up to? Getting into car accidents. Oh. <laughs> I just got um, sad. Sorry. We went from rage to depression. No. Oh. Um, it's a standard. No, not much. Uh, I've... I was been giving a bunch of my coworkers a hard time the past couple days because uh, pretty much our entire grocery department went to go see Deadpool together. So I've been telling them that they I've been asking them how their boy date went <laughs> and watching them get all no homo about it. Hey. So they're like, it's not a boy date, it's 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 a bro down. I was like, that's worse. <laughs> I went on a mandate better. for it. I totally went on a mandate and went and saw Deadpool. Dude, I I went on a I went on a date with the, my best friend, whom I consistently refer to as my wife. See, and we it's went and saw Star Wars like two weeks ago. So mm. yeah, but um, I've been talking about Deadpool with a lot of people, and I wrote an article about it. Yes, I wrote an article very about good. Deadpool. It's on WatchPlayRead.com. We will sh- we will share it to the Facebook page. Sure, you will. Hey, I shared it. So when I took my wife to go see Deadpool, like, we, we got in a pack theater, right, at the mm-hmm. gateway, and I looked next to me, and there's, like, no shit, like, a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. And I was Jesus like, Christ. where are your parents? Did they? You went all righteous dad on the <laughs> You I was you dad the crap oh out of God. those kids. <laughs> it was it was involuntary. I was like, are your parents here? They're like, no, they went to go see Zoolander too. <laughs> and I was, ironically, I just was ironically, like, ironically, the more offensive movie. <laughs> I just I was like, oh, I, I want I want to know what their parents are gonna tell them about pegging when this is all over. Yeah, I can review you. Uh, they won't ask their parents. The they'll the just Google it for themselves, like, like any self-respecting thirteen. Like, you know, <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> but you I don't need to just, just like, go up and ask your parents anymore. You have the internet. And yeah. then they got up and ran out before the credits even started. And what? I was like, okay, like is it they were like doing the pan out shot? And he they got up and fucking left, and I'm like, <laughs> the fuck. They probably snuck in. <sighs> they go, oh, we're we're supposed to be seeing Deadpool. <laughs> Wrong theater. <laughs> yeah, right. But I was just like. Yeah, it's it was crazy, and it's like, uh, how many times did people that saw the movie before that have seen the movies that don't just don't? It doesn't matter. 
what, doesn't matter. There's, just there's a go away. ton of parents complaining online that are like, "Why didn't anybody warn us?" Like, like we are writing. That's great. Imaging. <laughs> Somebody yeah. was like, "Oh, I just came back from Deadpool. That was in no way appropriate." Da 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 da. They should have found some way to warn people. And the first response was, like an R rating? <laughs> yeah, uh, and then I, I saw, I saw, another, I saw another meme that was like, sure, you can get a, a PG-13 Deadpool as long as we get a porn, the porn version of Frozen. Which I'm <laughs> sure already exists. Let's yeah, be honest. Probably. It already Those guys exists. Those are inventive. Rule 34 of the internet? Yeah. <laughs> you can think of it, it exists. There. There's a porn Frozen out there. Probably a live action Frozen <laughs> porn, too. Yeah. Wow. It exists. Frozen. Frozen. <laughs> all, all the responses, the, the best way I've been gauging people's interest in Deadpool as to whether or not they would be offended, I walk up to the, I ask them, I was like, what What do you expect from a Deadpool movie? And they're like, well, I expect this, this, and this, and this, and this. I was like, okay, then you know what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the way. Um, did, did you guys see the uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, jumping in and doing the on the junket with uh, Hugh Jackman? Yes. And interviewing Hugh Jackman? Yes. You didn't actually watch it. The, I thought it was a thing. One of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Just the, the way they ended up. He's like, I'd love to do some scene work with you. And he gives him a knife. <laughs> and he goes, here, just hold the knife. And he goes, all right. So I say, oh, no, he's got a knife. And, and then you say, he's like, that's not a knife. This is a knife. And he's like, yes! High fives him. Yeah, he's like, we've got a question from a Blyan Blenolds from British Columbia. Oh, I love Latin America. And he's just great. Asked the question. He said something like, uh, um, so you don't do any of your own... Uh, a lot of people don't do their own stunts. Do you do all your own acting? <laughs> <laughs> and they make Wolverine jokes about the whole thing. Like, you know what, like, sewing your mouth shut and shooting lasers out of your eyes? <laughs> and then Hugh Jackman goes, well, everything I think that was done was, you know, all character driven. He's like, do you? <laughs> <laughs> do you really? <laughs> and it was, uh, it was great. They've it, been having a lot of fun, the two of them. Uh, I'm I'm legitimately surprised that uh, Hugh Jackman didn't show up in Deadpool. Uh, would you be surprised if Deadpool shows up in a post-credit sequence of the Wolver uh, the third Not Wolverine even movie? A little. <laughs> especially even if a little. especially if it does go R, like the rumors suggest, yeah. and I'm I'm concerned about that. I have concerns. So yeah, so there was a, a rumor out there that, or not a rumor, or it could be, but the, that the the studios are aiming for an R rating for uh, the third Wolverine movie. Due out in 2017, yeah. I believe. And I remember this. They there was the same talk when the Wolverine came out. And we got an unrated edition on Blu-ray, which is R. Yeah, yeah, but which I don't I know. I honestly what, think is. What do you What do you think, right? If if there were to be a rated if R Wolverine, an R to be the sake of making an R, it's stupid. Exactly. But they're making a good movie, like they tried to attempt to do with Deadpool. It'll be fine. This is the this joyful is what, Ryan. This is <laughs> so full this of This is joy. what I say in my article. I feel like that studios are missing what made Deadpool work. Well, it's Fox. That's what they do. They are knee-jerk reactionary to I know, everything I know. that they do. And, I, and like I said, that's that's. I'm worried that we're going to fall into the 90s of comics traps where we have realized there's an adult market for this so now we're going to pander to them they're going to replicate mm -hmm. everything until they kill it exactly 
And, and while I don't think we will have the bottom fall out of the market quite as severely as we did in you know the mid-90s comics <laughs> situation... We no, did, you don't think that movies will just stop existing? No, no, no I do not. I, I do think that uh, there is a potential for some worthwhile properties to get extremely poor treatment yes. going forward. And I, it'll be interesting the next couple of days to see how Deadpool does for its second weekend. It has no competition at all. The biggest opening coming out this weekend is Risen, which neither Kyle nor I went to go see. <laughs> I woke up with a migraine and I was like, screw this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and it's an Easter movie and it's not being released over Easter weekend because it doesn't want to compete with Batman v Superman. <laughs> Comes out in April. Right? Comes yes. out in April. <laughs> On the 13th. Uh, so the 13th. It, it, has, it has no competition, but um, while opening weekends are extremely important, having staying power is also very important. Yeah. What did they edit? What did he, was it 134 or 143? 40, I thought official? it was 143. It, uh, I think it was 134. Oh. Was that official numbers? Yeah. Yeah, like dyslexic. <laughs> There I was a one, a three, and a four in the I number. was aware that there was a possibility was, uh, of me being dyslexic, which is why I both numbers. domestic, 230 worldwide. Which is fucking ridiculous, because they probably made that thing on six I, million. I did um, have... They, uh, the was... idea usually is uh, you take a movie's budget, in this case 58 million, and double it for the marketing. It was 58? Yes. Which which they they had more and then they came back and said no you have to yeah, cut more out cut more. Yeah, they had yeah. to cut like nine pages of the script out and yeah, like uh, and that's the, why he lost all of his gut kept yeah. losing his guns and that that, that angel the angel whatever character angel Dust, yeah, yeah she was like originally three or four different characters yeah. and they smashed her into one because they couldn't afford to and they had to cut the script yeah which um, I think they made the made, made some good money on this at this point it's fucking ridiculous they made all of their money back already yeah. Um, there's a chance that the marketing for Deadpool could have gone a little higher than double, but... Because uh, it was great. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> They've been marketing really hard, which was the smart thing to do. But like I said in my article, this the reason Deadpool worked, aside from you know being true to the character, is that the love and care put into that, seri- that movie can be felt down to the marrow. And mm. when you walk out of something and you can tell everyone involved, everyone involved was just in I, love with the source material and love with the, what they were doing... It, it comes through, and I, I like I said, I have a feeling that there's going to be some really cynical, R-rated comic book movies going forward. I'm just hoping that they take this, and they let Ryan Reynolds then pitch X-Force, and they get the X-Force that he's wanting to do. And then instead of being knee-jerk reactionary and going, everybody's rated R now, they just go, okay, we're going to take what you guys want to do, and we're actually going to listen to you now, and let's make the good movies, and make, because I would love to see a rated R X-Force movie. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anything Deadpool's in needs to be rated R. Uh, I could Moving see forward. him showing up as cameo in the X-Men series and being pretty... Walking the PG-13 line pretty easily mm-hmm. in a cameo type yeah. of situation, not yeah. as an ongoing character. I think they should make a rated R X-Babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the violence from the X-Babies. <laughs> this needs uh, to happen. <laughs> I, I actually had to... So much blood and swearing from the X-Babies. I had to... Um, it was, I think it was at Barnes & Noble. There was this kid talking about Deadpool. And he was like, finally, the 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 very first rated R Marvel movie. Oh. And I was like... The very first rated R superhero movie. I, I was like... I've seen lots of people um, try and throw that, too. Uh, <laughs> 
Blade? Blade was kind of... <laughs> Nobody really remembers Blade. Yeah, yeah Blade. Uh, the, the first Dolph Blade. Dolph remembers Punisher. Blade. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, it's like, there's there's been a... This is pro, this is the most successful, yeah. This is the first I'll successful one. But but really, like, if you look at it, Blade came out before X-Men. Blade, Blade came out before Spider-Man. The one, the one punch of the original X-Men, the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man, and the original Blade is really what yeah. kicked the modern-day superhero franchises off. Oh, yeah. What people don't realize, most people don't even realize Blade was a comic book hero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. They didn't didn't really. They don't don't necessarily forget about Blade. They just don't know that Blade is is part of that conversation. I didn't know that initially. Yeah, and and I think that having that character doing like a rated R horror movie, they were like, okay, we're going to try and make a comic book hero grounded, more like, like he seems like a normal person. And then you can tell that, that that was successful. So they're like, oh, okay, so our X-Men idea will work. Our Spider-Man idea is going to work. So, X-Men, has any, have you, any of you guys gone back and watched the original X-Men recently? I did a, like a month ago. It doesn't hold up. Yeah. So Well, especially when Hugh Jackman is huge now. And he was like It just, it, it honestly, it's, it's <laughs> X-One's still great. See, I, I, I like, saw it six I, I, months or a year ago. X2. I, I still I, love I, I, X-One and X-2. I, I appreciate them for what they were they are were at the time. I don't think they hold up against. I like. I really like. In the modern day. I really like X two. I think X two was was because that was that was one of the first the ones that was based on a because it was based on that what the God loves man kills God yeah. loves man kills right? and that that's one of the first ones that was based on a comic storyline mm-hmm. that I was like okay they're trying it. And then they went off the rails. But, yeah. Okay, so we have a little segment that Charles and I recorded about uh, current comics that we're going. We haven't named it yet, but. It's the comic book stuffs. The comic book stuffs. It's going to be right now, so enjoy it. So welcome to the brand new comic segment of with, things and stuff. Of things and stuff. With, That's what we're going to call it. The with, brand new comic segment of things with and of stuff. things and stuff. With pizza. There's no pizza. <laughs> There's always pizza. Don't lie to me. There's always pizza, sir. I want pizza. I am the podcaster without fear, Luke. Except for you're scared of daredevil figures. Except daredevil figures, because look at that face. It's frightening. <laughs> it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. I'm joined with... The Nerd Storson. The Nerd Storson. That's all I'm calling it by that. I actually created a Twitter account. I saw. At I f- Nerd Storson. I, f- I followed at Nerd Storson. So you? you need to plug that. I didn't that. actually do You it. need to plug that in show regular. I haven't actually I know. done All right. It doesn't matter. Plug it I in just, show regular and spam the shit out of Twitter I just with wanted, the Nerd Storson. I, I totally will. I just <laughs> wanted to say at Nerd Storson. I just wanted that to be my Twitter <laughs> handle. <laughs> that is like the best moniker I've ever come up with. It's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> all right. How did you know that I did that? You just randomly because it said no. It said your friend Charles is now on Twitter at Nerd Storson. And I was like, oh, I didn't think you had that email. I do lots of things. Oh shit, I know lots of things. (laughs) (laughs) All right, comics. All right, so we decided to do this little segment, seeing as Charles and I are pretty much the only ones that read mostly recent comics. I read things occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. I have so, time now. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I read Brian Alzarello's Joker on the ride down to Arizona. It was good. For the first time. It was good. It was good. Have you read that one? I think so. I think uh, maybe. It's like uh, maybe. really based off Heath Ledger's Joker. 
Maybe. I'll have to, I'd have to look at it again to see if I read it. Um, so, we decided that we would take this little opportunity here and talk about some books that have more recently come out and kind of what our thoughts are on them. Since your stack is much bigger than no, mine. So don't let that stack fool you. Okay. That's what's been read. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Then. So go ahead and tell me about Cry Havoc. Mm, okay. Cry Havoc was actually kind of awesome by Cy Sperrier and art by Ryan Kelly. Um, I'm assuming that's who that is. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, it's good. It's uh, interesting. I wanted to see where number two went. Have you ever read any Sysperio shit? I believe he did some, some of his X Men stuff. I've read. He's I, uh, he's pretty good. Didn't like... he do like the Legion stuff? Like sure crazy. So. Yeah. 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 So kind of out there. Yeah. Is it along those lines? <laughs> I, I like it. Wait, so... is it Image? Yeah. So is it a dystopian sci-fi future? <laughs> <laughs> no. He dude. He he tells it almost almost Tarantino-ish in his storytelling, and that it's. It's kind of cool because if as you open up and go through it, the art um, dictates what part of the story you're at. So you start okay. off at the end, and then go to the beginning, and then you're at the middle, and it jumps back and forth between all three without actually telling you where you're at. So what, what's what's, what's the generally what's it about? Being different colored, different colors. So red color. is the end, blue is the beginning, and yellow is the middle. So as okay. you're reading, the art really. Is the the outlining of the panels is telling you okay. what portion of the story you're actually okay. reading? Um, it's hard to really say after an issue one. I mean, uh, it's not a, it's an issue one. So well, well okay. So what, what's what's it, it like? But what's the general premise? Girl is a is a musician. Um, obviously, almost too good for the bands that she's in. Um, she's in a lot, of, a lot of punk bands, and she's a uh, violinist and. So she's almost too good for them and keeps getting kicked out and shit. And anyway, ends up in a fucking alley where a werewolf thing that they say is not a werewolf, but they don't really tell you what it is, attacks her and now she has fucking powers. Hmm. And then she's suddenly on a team with people invading the Middle East with powers. And this whole team's got, like, these really weird powers and she can now sense people from a distance and kind of track their sound. Huh. It you know what I don't know if you've seen the, like the part with like the other people having the powers. Have you? I don't know if you've watched that Sense Eight show on Netflix. I haven't. But that's kind of what yeah, what that one is. is. They're 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 all like psychically linked, and they yeah, and they kind of can um, sense and see each other and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so would, would you recommend it for yes. people? Is it a good number one? It is a great number one. It's one that definitely got me, got me intrigued to continue reading, and that's the biggest thing for number ones for me. Is yeah. no, usually yeah. I read a number one and go, yeah, all right, that okay. was a, that was <laughs> a book. It's time to time to see about what happens in number two. Yeah, nah, but number one they're here, and then um, the other one that I want to talk about that I don't have with me. And I can't remember the artist on because I'm a terrible person and I don't follow artists. Um, Black Magic. Black Magic. Uh, it's Greg Rucka's new book. It's on issue mm. four now. Well, wouldn't he be the artist? Um, oh, not Greg Rucka. I'm sorry. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, Greg Rucka's the thinking, artist. I was thinking Capullo for some reason. <laughs> no. Greg Capullo. I was like, That's Greg Capullo. That's why. That's why. Because of that? Go Pat! <laughs> and yeah. that was Pat. That was Pat. She said hi. Um... 
Well, anyway. uh, while you're looking that one up, there's one that I don't have on my, my list that I actually really wanted to talk about. It's from Action Lab Comics, and it's called Voracious. I've heard good things about that and one. And so, A, Action Lab, it's in the, it's the Danger Comics, so it's more geared towards adult readers. But it is a chef who is in New York, and something happens and his restaurant explodes. So he kind of like has to go, um, he kind of steps away to kind of rebuild his life or whatever. And he ends up in the town of Black Fossil, Utah. And he uh, finds out that his uncle passed away and left him an estate. And he then goes to this estate and it, there he can transport like 66 million years into the past, into the late Cretaceous period of Utah. And seeing as he's a chef, he starts killing dinosaurs and bringing the meat back and selling that in the modern it's modern age. Awesome! And it's a the first issue is sixty four pages, so it's a pretty big number one issue. I think it's, there's only four coming out, but I enjoyed every second of reading about this. Yeah, I'm a giant kid and I love comic books and dinosaurs. So it's perfect so, for you. a comic book about dinosaurs, if they would have put a pirate in there, I would have been fucking in heaven. At some point there's going to be a pirate <laughs> but, that just comes in and eats the dinosaur meat. But the, the thought, the, what he's having the thoughts of how to kill and butcher a triceratops and get all that meat back is great. It's that's just great. So awesome. that's one I can't, uh, again, I didn't write down the writer or the artist. I'll bring that next time that, Where'd you get that we from? do it. I, I eBayed it. <laughs> yeah, no. Page. You didn't buy no, it from me. I asshole. did not. I did not. Because if I came in and went, how long would it take for you to get me an Action Labs comic of a I random? You do now? I carry it, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then, number two. Get it ready for All me. All right, we'll do. Um, but so I guess the next one on our list we both wanted to talk about was Power Man and Iron Fist number one. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, got halfway through it, and then I got distracted with a Facebook argument. <laughs> like a child got distracted. What? <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, but it's, it's uh, so it's written by David Walker, art by Stanford Green, and the colors were Lee Lowridge, and. Okay, so, uh, like, in the first issue, it's uh, Luke and Danny are going to pick up a friend that's been serving time in prison, and it, it turns out to be, like, the old secretary from Heroes for Hire, and they kind of they feel guilty for, uh, for that they couldn't do more before she got locked up, and then uh, she gets out, and, you know, there's, like, they go back to their old, uh, old hotel or whatever, a hotel um, um, restaurant, and she says, "You know, hey guys, I want you to get me this uh, um, necklace back that used to belong to my grandmother from a you know the gangster tombstone." And so they're like, "Okay." And then uh, you know, antics ensue. Antics do <laughs> antics ensue. Um, <clears throat> I think like it, it, it's a for an opening I love issue. Danny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For an opening issue, it's it's really good. Um, it really does show the friendship that Luke and Danny have and like that they've had it for a long time and the little interspersing of Jessica Jones when he's talking to her on the phone and he's like, hey, tell her I said hi. Do you tell her I said hi? Hey, tell her I said, what's up, girl? And then he gets off the phone and he said, did you tell her? He's like, you stood there and heard the whole conversation. Did you hear me tell her? Man, that's why she hates me. <laughs> but like just stuff like that and... Uh, 
there's uh, like Luke is trying to cut back on the swearing because he now has a small child, which I can 100%. Um, relate to relate to right now. <laughs> so like he's he, too much at home. Uh, I'm a sailor, um, <laughs> but like he uses like substitute curse words like fiddle, fiddle faddle, faddle and knickknack pettywhack. <laughs> that knickknack pettywhack. <laughs> yeah. So and like it is it, like and then at the end there's like a, a there's a reveal of more to come. Like obviously building story. So it's a great number one. It brings you in. It tells you the characters. I fucking love Danny. That you yeah. And Danny is great. I I was worried that he was. (laughs) I was worried that he was gonna get kind of pushed to the side in this because the second I saw Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, I'm like those characters are now more in people's minds due to the they got a build iron TV show, but they did they did a great job. He everything was equal. Well, the Iron Fist is gonna be the hardest TV show for him to sell, so they got to build Iron Fist up in some way to get more common, you know, read more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exposure, People. yeah, more exposure, yeah. New guys, um, like see, uh, when, when I heart. first started, I remember first seeing like the covers and the art for it. I really wasn't sure how I felt about it. I felt it was very like Afro Samurai. I'm not a huge fan, of and the I art. wasn't like, a huge fan, fits. but it, yeah, it fit the story, which I think is yeah. the, if it fits the story, then I'm fine. Like you don't want, um, you know, Matt Fraction. Or Chip Zdarsky writing something and Isad Ribic no. doing the art on it. I kind of do just for how awkward it would <laughs> or, be the or whole like, time. Or like Capullo. You don't want Capullo and Chip Zdarsky. Come on, together. that would be amazing. Yeah, but the story would have to be like, like mm, perfect. It'd be have to. I kind of really want to see the combo of Zdarsky and Capullo now. <laughs> oh, I want to see the Zdarsky draw for Snyder. That would be good. That would be good. That would just be awesome. Um, but yeah, so I uh, I thought it was great. What what were your thoughts on it? It's good. Well, again, I didn't I didn't finish because um, of Facebook and arguing with politics because that's who I am and that's what I do. Um, anyway, I, I do. It was kind of weird that they're. I'm hoping they're going to mention more about the fact that they broke up and kind of yeah re- that they're not the heroes. Re bring back why they're not the heroes for hire and just bring back. That to the newer yeah. readers, and like, because consistently, Luke Cage is saying, "No, we're not back we're not together. Back together. It's just a thing. Yeah, it's just yeah. one thing." And Danny's like, "Come on, man. we're back. Come on." <laughs> I do love that, that Luke says, "Sweet Christmas," because yes. you know, "Sweet Christmas," right? Yes, and, and I like his new look where he's kind of got the suit. There's yeah. a point. There's a point where he says, "My," he's like, "Man, watch out. Be careful. My skin is unbreakable, but this vest is silk." <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. Perfect. I loved it. Um, so yeah, uh, did you have another one? Yeah, you know, Black Magic. Back to that one. Back to that. Because I figured out yeah. who who it was. Okay. It was the artist. So it's Greg Ruck as the writer, Nicholas Scott as the artist. Okay. Um, beautiful pencil work. Oh, I don't have the book on me. I'll have to show you it afterwards. Are you reading this one at all? I don't think so. Ah, oh, shit. You need to be. Um, beautiful pencil work. Beautiful, beautiful art. Um, it's it's. A gorgeous book. It's, it's fucking rucka, so it you know it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically um, this girl who is a police detective and secretly dabbles in magic hmm. at night. And uh, the first issue starts off with her getting a phone call while in the middle of like one of these ritual things, and everyone going, "What mm-hmm. the hell? You can't do that here!" And when she has to take off to go talk down a hostage situation. And the reason she's called in is because this person's calling for her specifically. Hmm. 
and it turns, and then all of a sudden, like, you're sitting there going back and forth, and the dude lights himself on fire. Well, goes to light her on fire, and she uses magic to blow back the flame <laughs> and light his ass on fire. So the official story is that he lit himself on fire. Um, it's four issues in now, so you're starting to get a development of what the overall story is and stuff, and mm. there seems to be uh, some sort of a uh, organization that's kind of against her mm. and her magic use, and it's just really, really well written and really fucking well mm. done. That's good. I highly, highly recommend that series. Um, yeah, so speaking of magic and witchcraft and such, Segway! I was going to talk about uh, Scarlet Witch, number yeah, one. Yeah, that's magic and witchcrafty stuff. Um, so it's it's a, it's a, a, a new number one, and... Uh, and I think it, it's it's pretty recent, and it, for a, like a lesser known character like Scarlet Witch, I think well that's now you know being more prominent in the movies and stuff like that. I think she's gonna have it's good for her to have her own series now. Um, but but is it good or does it feel forced? Well, so well this is what I thought. Like kind of recap, she like lives by herself now in like this penthouse in New York, but she does have a roommate, which is a ghost named Agatha, who. I, I think I need to do some more research, but I think she's a character that I've seen before, but I can't I don't want to speak on it until I, I know for sure. But she says, you know, Scarlet Witch killed her, so of course she's gonna hang out. But they're like friendly. And um But there's like for some reason Scarlet Witch is helping the police solve murders. Like, she just shows up at the police station and asks for a detective, and, like, she goes to the crime scene. And I'm not quite sure if they're going to fill that story in. Um, but, like, she's helping the cops, and, like, she makes a connection and between all these, like, dead cats and animals and stuff and uh, that have been popping up. Popping up, and then uh, the, she sees that there's magic involved, and it... It, it kind of leaves me with an unfinished feeling, like the art in it, and it's um, it's very and it's like it's very sketch, like it's a very like a sketchy type of thing, and it's um, it kind of like the rest of it looks unfinished, but like through um, through once she starts using like the magic and stuff in the book, then the art looks. Like so complete, it's like so. The it looks, artist part of her magic is making it well, better visuals. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> My magic in the book is to make it so that everything around me looks better. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so it, like it feels just very cobbled together until those panels, and then it really, really comes together, and it is very, very nice. So yeah, that was Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Scarlet Witch. It sounds weird. And the last one I wanted to talk about was Hercules. is uh, written by Dan Abnett, the guy who was like... You're Dan Abnett. I wish I was. <laughs> He's a very talented individual. <laughs> but he uh, um, he did the Guardians of the Galaxy before all the reboot stuff. Like, he was Mr. Cosmic. Ah. Like, that's kind of what his wheelhouse was. Right. So it was really nice. But uh, So it's written by him, and the art's by Luke Ross and Emilio Lasso. And then the colors are... Guru FX, which I'm pretty sure is a company, a company or a thing. But anyway, it, it, so it's a reboot of an uh, older character, and it, obviously he's Hercules. And 
if you think about it, like, timeline-wise, like, with mythology, like, he is older than Thor, if you go just Greek to Nordic mythology. So he, like, likes to talk about that. He's like, well, we've had a lot of experience. Like, most, more than anyone. Pretty sure. <laughs> and, uh, um, so he's kind of stepped away from his, uh, his persona as a hero that drinks way too much and causes a lot of damage and pretty much tries to sleep with everyone because he's fucking Hercules. Uh, so, and he's kind of been coasting on that fame of being Hercules for a, a long time. He's kind of, you know, decided to, to turn it around and get back to being that hero he was. And so he, uh, he's like living in an apartment with a landlady that, uh, uh, is kind of like annoyed with him, but also mothering him. And he's got like a crashing roommate, uh, Gil. And he, he introduces him as Gil. And he's like, Gil? He's like, yes, Gilgamesh of Sumer. <laughs> and he's like, hello. And like his phone rings and he goes, your tablet is making noise, Herc. <laughs> and so he goes over there. He's like, I will. I, he's like, I don't like when these tablets light up. I miss when they were made of clay. But, um,. <laughs> They have some of the best conversations. Like, he goes out and he says, Were you doing labors? <laughs> yes, sea monsters. Gilgamesh goes, Oh, sea monsters are the worst. <laughs> and then there's a time where he goes off to fight giants and he's like, Don't forget to punch them really hard. He's like, Thanks, Gil. <laughs> and then he leaves. And the landlady looks at him. She's like, Punch him really hard. That's your superhero advice and he's like well how else would you punch a giant i mean come on but um like he's now he's got rid of the toga and the sandals and he's kind of like more military cargo pants and boots and now he uses like grenade launchers and stuff like that uh it's getting canceled or it is canceled it, so so it's not officially you have a chance to say yes so Go read out it and buy the fuck i think out of it i now, think issue four comes it. out next week yeah herc is one of the ones on the bubble uh black knight's getting canceled for sure yeah uh, but herc is one of the ones on the bubble that may or may not get canceled and so if they see a spike in cells yeah yeah, so so we know that to blame Luke, <laughs> but I, I'm a sucker for all the like old mythology stuff. And like in the first three issues, he fights like an ancient uh, like demon spirit, and then he fights three titans, and then he fights centaurs in Central Park. It's so it's, awesome. it, it's it's very awesome. Yeah, maybe I should be buying but, it. Uh, so yeah, I, I I'm. I want to stick with it and make sure, like, I want to be that guy. Go buy a so, lot of it. I'm going to buy a lot of Hercules. Tell the, all of our people that we listen to us, all hey, 16 go buy, of you. All 16 of you, go buy Hercules. And you will, and that will, by itself, save that title. Yes, yes. And then you can have a little trophy at your house. But all right, this ends Wait, the... we're giving out trophies? No. Shh. I want a trophy. This ends our cognic segment thing. What did we call it? I don't remember. Whatever right. the fuck we said at the beginning. All right, well, now... Back to the regular show. <laughs> Welcome back. How are you guys doing? Man, I really feel bad for the guy that has to edit this shit show. Um, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, so we're back, and I think now we can talk about some Daredevil. Where did we go? We left. We didn't go anywhere. And then we came back. We there was a, a portal. Break. We were always here. Shh. Podcast. <laughs> so the the Daredevil trailer came out. So guys. look, do you like Daredevil or something? I, I can't tell from your T-shirt, from your hat, the figure from the figurine you. that you just got from Arizona. Hey, which is yellow? 
He's yellow. It's <laughs> an awful costume. <laughs> it's horrible. But, so the trailer came out, and Ryan, what did you think of it? It's cool. Says the joyful Ryan. Elaborate. <laughs> elaborate, joyful Ryan. You want some of my energy drink? Yeah. We need some caffeine. Are you okay, sweetheart? He's good. No, I did. Um, uh, my mind's drawn a blank. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I remember watching it and I there really was, liked it, but now I don't part, remember what it was. Part one. Huh? It was part, part one. I saw it was part two. one. Okay. I didn't About know all I remember, too. We should watch the Daredevil trailer. Okay, now that you've seen it again <laughs> and refreshed your memories, <laughs> podcast magic. Miracles. Hello, Matthew. <laughs> Why did you go Please. like Silence of the Lambs? Right <laughs> Hello, you know, you know, Matthew. Hello, Matthew. <laughs> now you are just one bad day away from being me. Oh, it's a great line. Are you? Who are you trying to be now? He's not sound like all right. I'm trying to be Shane. You. Okay. <laughs> I'm being Shane, damn it. Shane Did I ever mention that I'm on team never seen an episode of The Walking Dead? Don't start. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it last night. <sighs> I saw a thing on, I saw a thing on Tumblr that made me laugh. It said, How do you spell Carl with one eye? Uh, <laughs> I saw another meme, it's like, Carl will be fine. His name's Carl. But he can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! The, the, the problem with last week's episode was the directing was just okay. Just but but focus. Sorry, We're talking about Daredevil, Charles. I'm sorry. But they brought up Walking Dead, yeah, was, so I was I following the track. I'm sorry, I'm no. sorry. It was Shane. I was following where the I'm track just led. Blaming me. Charles. Shane plays Punisher. I know. It's John Berenthal. He's going to be awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes, Shane. <laughs> I, I've been on his. I've been on his team since uh, New York. That whole cast was great. There's, there's teams. Well, like, I've been on his are side. We, are we against? Like, wait, you wait, against? wait. You're Team Punisher, not Team Daredevil? Um, That's right. Team. Stay on that side of the table. I'm Team Kingpin. Team Kingpin? I'm Team where the fuck is Vanessa and her fabulousness? Oh, she's going to come back with a vengeance and I it's going to so. be fucking glorious. <laughs> it's going to be fucking glorious. I love her. I love her. Is Kingpin going to be back? I haven't heard anything. They're not going to say. But I don't think I wouldn't. Uh, maybe Vanessa, like, teasing... Like, think that it's gonna be just Punisher, and then season three is gonna bring back Kingpin from jail. Well, obviously, well, I don't know. I King, as, Kingpin, as, Kingpin, as Kingpin, and Bullseye, and not Wilson it's, Fisk. It's not quite as obvious as say Batman v Superman, where you know they're gonna punch each other and then they're gonna be friends. This one, right. they could definitely never come out on. No, dude, Kingpin needs to come out because they never no. called him Kingpin. Oh yeah, there's should. I, I I would not doubt they wait till season three so they can bring him as Kingpin, and then they can bring Bullseye, Bullseye and then they can do the whole Bullseye Electra Kingpin Daredevil. Do you want thing to know what my favorite fan casting for uh, yes. for Barney is? Hmm. Oh, not Barney. Uh, for Bullseye, hmm. Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I heard That'd that be too. Great. Daniel Craig would be a good. I, I'd love to see him play crazy because yeah. <laughs> you, you you gotta be fucking crazy. Um... So what do you think, Charles? I like it. I'm excited. I want to see more. I think it's ridiculous that we have teaser trailers for a trailer that has an after credit scene for another That's a part trailer. One. For for another trailer, and we get With motion, motion posters, posters in, in the middle. That's not yeah. even actually a movie or anything. It's a fucking, it's a TV, fucking show. TV show. But it's glorious, is we, what it is. We get an announcement trailer for a trailer that's a part one of two that has an after credit scene. <laughs> I will propose the argument that it is a 13-hour movie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, Netflix is a different... Well, movie. that's how we're treating it. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Um, what about you? 
I'm excited. Um, uh, I, I'm well one of those people that doesn't hate the old movie as much as everyone else did. And I'm also one of the people that will argue to my dying breath that Jessica Jones was better than Daredevil. But, um, yeah, it looks really good. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Um, I'm going to be curious to see if they're ever going to call him the Punisher mm. or not. Well, you hear that they obviously call him Daredevil this time, not yes. the Devil of Hell's yes. Kitchen. So yes, that's, they do call him Daredevil that's a thing. this time. Um, they they, they hinted at calling him Punisher with the words in the hole. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I want to see uh, Electra's full outfit. Yes. 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 See the do way. You think that they'll have Electra in full costume, or they're going to do like a little thing of the mask? Yeah, they have, a mask, like, yeah, they have her with her the mask. Because she doesn't really have costume. that complicated of a costume. She really just needs to wear red and have size. <laughs> that <laughs> constitutes her costume. Um, Trailie ribbons um, and uh, Elodie Young <laughs> plays Electra. I believe she's that the balance? flats in the breeze. Sorry. <laughs> she is a. Uh, she knows martial arts. She's like she does her own. She did I did most of her own stunts. I believe she's trained. I don't know what she's trained in, but she talked about it in uh, at New York. But she's one of those beautiful women who could break you over her knee. Yeah, she. I'd say yes, please, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, I. Well, like I Emily Blunt in in Edge of Tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> she could tell me to do anything, and I would do it on my knees. Come <laughs> find me when you wake up. Okay, you're a Blake Blunt, kind of a badass, I guess. Um, yeah, no, I think it's, again, there's, with the way they did the first season and that it's Daredevil, my favorite character, it's basically, my opinion is going to be skewed 100% because I'm going to enjoy it no matter what it is. That's fine, um, you're allowed to do I, that. I am wondering, are there going to be... Um, any references of stuff from Jessica Jones? Probably. Like Kilgrave. Because that was all over the news. That was everywhere. So I wonder if they're going to even, you know, just touch on it. Did Especially any of you guys read the Jessica Jones there. prequel comic? It was amazing. Yes. It had Turk in it. I did not. <laughs> but that should um, surprise you because I don't read things. So it's... it's uh, I don't read. It's Jessica Jones going to collect money from Turk while he's in the hospital. After he got his shit kicked in by Daredevil, mm -hmm. and like he tells the story, like or she hears the story about um, how he got his ass beat, and he goes, "Huh, I think I might like this guy." <laughs> and then that—that's it. But it, there's like a big scene in the middle of it of Daredevil busting up a like a drug deal and messing up a uh, Turk. Yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how how much they decide to overlap because there wasn't a whole bunch of overlap between. Just yeah, and yeah, and Daredevil. I'm trying to. Th I'm trying to remember. Uh, she doesn't really mention him, but Claire. Uh, Claire does. Claire does. Yeah, she, that's right. She that's says, right, "Do you want me to call a friend of mine?" Or, or you know, they, they could Claire's even have like collecting all of these friends. She is. Claire is. Is Claire Sam Jackson? She is. Is Claire Sam Jackson? She's Claire, collecting Claire all of the friends. Sam Jackson of the Defenders universe. They've already said that. Oh, that's great. She is going to be the the backbone that the entire Defenders universe is based on. Is yeah. built on. She's I, the one who's going to be connected. She's, she's, very, she's in Luke Cage. She's been. She's on. She's yeah, I want. That's the other thing. Would Luke Cage maybe even be the better? person to make the link to Jessica Jones just with the relationship with Claire who's going to be in the show like she can mention that she's got to go meet someone 
or her new boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> whatever they decide Claire to go with. Claire should hook up with Karen. <laughs> you just you really want to make Karen unlikable somehow, don't you? She's you don't not likable. Like she does that all by herself. No. <laughs> I don't like yeah. Karen at all. No, especially... I, I, I'm not so much with her, and I, I, I know it's canon that, you know, mm-hmm. Karen and Matt eventually get together. I thought her and Foggy last mm-hmm. season were really cute, and I was kind of disappointed they never went See, anywhere with it. That, that is so accurate with the, with the books, like, especially back in the 60s. Like, Karen was the, like, and she's a horrible person even back then. Like, she, like, Foggy gets jumped by these guys, and she leaves his ass. She's like, later, and she goes to go to Matt's house. Not to the cops. Not to someone that could, she goes to Matt's house. She doesn't know he's Daredevil. She just goes there. And so she's not a good character, but knowing what happens to her. Does she at least her, tell yeah. Matt what happened to Foggy? I don't know. Or does she just no. go to his house like, hey, I think, I think, I she, went, I think she went there and Daredevil saves Foggy. So he knew. But <laughs> I can't remember if she actually told him or not. Um, <laughs> but no, knowing what happens to the character of Karen, she, she gets her comeuppance <laughs> from just being a horrible character for a long time. She's and, not a horrible person. Though. Well, in, in the, the comics, in, sorry. In, in this series, she's just kind of messed up. She's yeah. a horrible person in the team. Wait, Why? wait till you How? find out. She is an ass. <laughs> she leads him on the entire series and doesn't give a shit about him. Who? Foggy. How did she lead him on? How did we not watch the same show? <laughs> are, are we going to get into a discussion about whether or not a man is owed sex by a woman because? Oh, it's not, not that at all. Oh, really? Okay, please explain. <laughs> No, she she flirts with him all the time. She How doesn't give a she shit about him. With him. How? I'm legitimately asking questions. We will here. watch this again. <laughs> and I'll point out every instance in every episode where she's like, oh, or at you. least could be oh, conceived really like as from one party. She totally leads Foggy on the whole time, <laughs> and then d- ditches him. Oh. How is she? He goes and hooks up with his ex at the end. That that's after she finally makes when it she, somewhat kind of maybe clear that she doesn't like him. When she friend zones him. Yeah, the friend zone doesn't exist unless you really oh. want me to break out my angry feminism. I, <laughs> I, uh. I I do not. I I see how someone maybe could perceive her flirting with him. Maybe, but as, as someone him. who is as in him. <laughs> yeah, but as someone who. Once had uh, someone who personally once had somebody say, "Hey, uh, you know, do you ever you want to go get coffee?" When my immediate response was, "I don't like coffee." That's how dense I am. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been told that I I can unintentionally flirt with people as well. Being nice to a member of the opposite sex does not it's, necessarily it's, mean flirting. It's not that she's being nice to him. She is. <laughs> this is fun. Know, it's not us this time. It's usually us arguing. This is fantastic. Just watch this. It's like spectators. We're like all sorts of sending out all of the doing the hair thing. Oh, Foggy, I was let's pushing go. her hair over her ear doing a oh, hair Foggy, thing. Oh, Foggy, let's go get coffee. Oh, oh, let's stay up all night, Foggy. I just want to be with you. Never mind. There's Matt. <laughs> well, come on. Look at him. And then they go on actual dates. So? And she doesn't really care about him. She just wants to use him to get to... to, She just wants to use him to help... What's her lady? 
face. The, Miss, the, Miss the Cardenas. 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 Mrs. Cardenas. Yeah. Which he does totally nice because he's a nice person. I'm not which saying she doesn't help. not a nice person. I love <laughs> She gets him over there and she doesn't help. And then she's... Like oh like oh and then and then Mrs. Cardina is like oh you Mrs. Cardina picks up but on give, it oh give, you two need to be alone and then she's like oh I just like how I is like that Karen's so fault? See, but at least when they get to that point, Karen go once. How is she it Karen's says, fault that every single every single person around her is interpreting her signals to Foggy, except she's not sending them. <laughs> <laughs> but the, then there is the part where after that, after she says oh you guys are on a date, that's when she's like. Oh, and that's that's where the 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 I doing air quotes the friend zoning happens, and that's when she kind of like pulls pulls back, and then that's when he's uh, right before the explosion. Or you know maybe she initially thought maybe she liked him, and then decided you know what there's there's no spark there. You know sometimes that happens too. It Doesn't mean that she's a bad Fine, person. But tell him instead of leading him on the entire time she after she realizes that. The entire time. <laughs> All right. Stop rolling. All right. All right. All right. I will throw my phone at you. <laughs> he will catch it. Real vision. Because his, his, re- his reflexes are too quick. He would catch it. <laughs> and on that segue, did you see that they started Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Oh my god, that was a segue. Goddamn right I'm it was. of you. I know, I've been it working on it. I sit there and I wake up Sorry. at night and segue my dreams. <laughs> I don't do that. That would be really I, weird. I, I am <laughs> I'm excited. Like into this now. I'm excited to watch Daredevil season two with you. Okay. Because <laughs> um, so I think sure it's going to be alcohol we, we need to have a discussion about that. Off, off, um, off mic, by the way, is there going to be alcohol involved? That fucking well better be. Then it's gonna be a um, blast. <laughs> I'm really gonna enjoy this. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Guardians filming. That's a thing. Kurt yeah. Russell. Star Lord's dead. Uh, not confirmed. It, yesterday, really as of yesterday, no. I thought that was the. He's confirmed to be in it. They haven't said what he's playing. Hmm. They confirmed. Um, uh, I don't know the actress's name, but uh, Mantis. Yes. James yes, Gunn he said there Mantis. was a, another, a, a whole other group of um, characters that he was going to. And you know what? I'm all for more there. ladies. <laughs> Give Are me they more putting ladies. Putting in um, that one. Are they fish? Fuck. Hold on, I have words. You got words? I got words. Okay, so the so the article I saw was from Variety saying that it was that that's who he was playing, but we'll find out when everything becomes official. No name then, yeah. No name. We still don't know if it's just it says, on. No. It's no. not. They've confirmed that yeah. it's not. But why isn't it? I don't know. It should be. It should be. Do they not James? own the rights to the Spartax, probably? James Dunn confirmed <laughs> that like a couple of months after the movie came out. That Unless it's in with the... I still want it to be. Okay, like well, you know, there are other douchebags in the, in the Marvel Universe that he could possibly be. It's true. Jason yeah. is a douchebag. Um, Jason's a total douche. Maybe, <laughs> so, yeah, that, maybe Fox has the rights to them. That's what I'm I was thinking. Sure maybe it's like, connected... Fanta- maybe right? it's maybe it's connected Fantastic Four they and the right X-Men. Because they, they own, like, half of the cosmic universe. Jammers are an X-Men property, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, they're not in anything other than Guardians, are they? I mean, where they they've been in they've been in Thor. I can't. I got. I'd have to I do more know. research on it. Um, but they do have an ongoing war with the Brood. So the Spartax. Yeah, 
and they're the ones in the comics. They're the ones that. <laughs> they're the ones that uh, her dad is, or his dad is hiding from, and they're the ones that kill Star Lord's mom in the comics. We're the brood, so maybe that has something to do with it. Star Lord's um, mom had a brood inside of her. No, no, they came down and like lasered them. Oh, space <laughs> broods. Uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah it's from mom. Bendis. Oh, I guess yeah. I forgot. If you that. the point five or the point one, whatever it is of it. Um, also, last little bit of news: the final trailer for this came out. Yeah. The Ving came well, out. Actually, honestly, I would be wouldn't be surprised if we got another international trailer. Hmm. Did they Did they release another super villain? No, no, <laughs> no. This one was awesome. This one was better. I like this other one, ones. and this one actually made me excited for it again. And then I thought, started thinking about it, and realized why. And it's because it shows Batman kicking ass and no Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and Wonder Woman actually talks. And Wonder Woman talks. <laughs> you can hear Does she speak in a Greek accent? No, it's, it's like a like, British. It seems like it sounds she like says she one line, so I can't really yeah. tell her accent. She does have some. It's, I think she might just be talking normally, to be honest. Uh, she, it yeah. wasn't. It doesn't sound as Gal heavy Gal as her is, normal uh, accent. Israeli. Really. She might have toned it down a bit. Yeah, she sounded kind of like she had an accent, but mm -hmm. it yeah, wasn't well, as thick again. As her again, it was one is. line, so can only tell. But it was still awesome. Yeah, it was great. I liked, I liked, and I liked the the little clip uh, that they played of Ben Affleck talking about, you know, you know if he's even perceived as a you know the smallest threat. Like I was like, that was a good, that was a good line. though. I hope the context makes it work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was it was a well delivered. I'm excited well -delivered for this movie line. again after that one. I, I, yeah, with the when Superman gets his arm stopped. Yes. By Batman. That I'm, was pretty cool. I'm feeling maybe a little more positive about it, but I still have no faith in DC. They ha still have to prove me otherwise. Such DC hate. I know. I'm sorry. They haven't even done anything to lose faith. Yes, they have. They just called started with Steel. Man of Steel was trash. We're not going to get on this again. <laughs> this, is, this is a our recurring argument. Man of Steel and Thor. Constant, constant. No, we're not going to get going on that, though. But yeah, so... So what was everyone else's opinion? Yeah. I voiced I mine. didn't know it was out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of the same. It's Batman a lot of the same. Uh, it's very, it very much looks like something you'd see out of Arkham Asylum or any of the Arkham games. Um, yeah. uh, I'm not sure how they're going to get around the fact that he quite obviously breaks another guy's neck. Well, from what, uh, again, so from other things I've been reading, they're saying that, you know, you know, Batman being older and he's kind of gone more lax on the... The killing. He does that in the book, in the source. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, exactly. So taking it from Dark Knight Rises. So that's that could be returns, the reason why. I mean, that's what he does in that book. He's like, he look, murders I'm a lot of people. Of these guys getting put out of put in jail. So he becomes the Punisher, and he goes and starts <laughs> fucking killing people. Yeah, and that's when Superman has to be sent in to stop him. Yeah, the cool thing about the trailer was fucking Superman went to punch him, and he just goes, nope. That he one stops him. it, and the look of. Uh, the look of just shock on Superman's face, like what? That I'm doesn't happen. I kind of feel bad so. for Henry Cavill because it's quite obvious that DC does not like his Superman, and I don't feel like that's his fault at all. It is obvious. In what way does DC <laughs> not like his Superman? It just he has not. They've. It's like they didn't have enough faith in his in Man of Steel two, so they brought in Batman. 
That's what I got when... Mm, I could see that. I could see that. That's not what I got at all. Yeah, it's like, the way that I saw it was, we, Man of Steel was, we can argue about it, but the reviews don't lie. Not everyone liked Man of Steel. It, I think it actually ended up in the in the mid sixties to the low sixties on Rotten Tomatoes. Never claimed everyone liked it. Okay, <laughs> just saying. Listen, it's not Fantastic Four. But um, oh, it was like they didn't have enough faith that everybody would show Damn. up to see a Man of Steel yeah. two, so they brought in Batman to savage the. Story. I don't know. I I felt like it was more of a we need to rush into a Justice League, so we're going to introduce them. That's not quickly. better. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not it's better, I don't think that that's necessarily them saying that they have no faith in his Superman. They just wanted. I mean, obviously, a faith in his Superman. They didn't scrap the entire project and recast, which is what DC had been doing. So they obviously have some faith in his Superman. Yeah. Okay. Um, we didn't talk about any TV this week. We will get. We TV. will get. We'll get super caught up next week. Plug your stuff. Go. I have stuff to plug. Come and buy stuff from me at the nerd store. I'm going to be at Fanex um, in the April, the 13th of April. The actual 25th of March. Come see me at Fanex. I have a booth there. I'll be on panels and shit. So will most of the rest of us. Have you guys gotten panels? No, nope, not yet. It's two weeks before the yeah. panels. They usually Sunday. Yeah, they don't give us much yeah. time. So I was highly confident he's going to be on panels. <laughs> <laughs> asked me if I wanted to be on panels, and I submitted an interest form. And that usually that means counts. I'm going to be on a panel, mm. at least one. Uh, all right. Uh, look at my stuff on watchplayread.com and follow me on Twitter at Katie's Movies. Oh, at Nerdsterson on Twitter. Sorry. Yeah. Are you going to actually update? I might. Right. Okay, he will share the podcast is what he will I do. I will. You will just um, get weekly sharings of the podcast on Twitter. That's all you'll get. So. Oh, and you, uh, also check... Uh, Kyle's stuff too, and on, uh, watch play Kyle's Steinberg stuff on Watch Play Read as well, and listen to the Utah Outcasts. Yeah, which is on, on which is on Pod Hell, and you can find our podcast on Pod Hell. Um, we or I post up the episodes on Twitter, and mine's at LukeMan eight six one zero. So if you want to be bombarded with them, if you ever forget that there's an episode out there, just follow that, and you will find it. Um, and then you know, follow us on the Facebook pages. And um, Brian, plug the, something. And yeah, tell them to subscribe. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> you may now exit the dome. <laughs> <laughs>